segment of M Class Podcast called M Class Emails. Oh man, we expanding? We're expanding already. <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And we received a lot of emails this time, and I kind of wanted to go through all of them since everybody takes the time and effort to send in some questions yeah, and stuff. That's to fair. Us. That's only fair. Uh, so we're gonna do like a little segment that's separate from the actual episode, so we could bitch more about Star Trek in the main episode. Yeah, and have room to answer all your burning questions about which character we would fuck. <laughs> all of them. Just every single one. <laughs> I am shameless. I'll fuck anything. Uh, that's I've heard that about you, Josh. That's what they think about me. That's yeah. what a lot of people think. Everybody thinks you'll put your dick in whatever. Yeah. It's not even, like, close to true. I won't put my dick in, like, mud. <laughs> I would. All right. Unless it's a mud butt. Oh. Oh. Let's get ready for some email. <laughs> Let's quickly move away from that to our first email uh, from Ben Bueller. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. Bueller. I get it. He's never heard that before. No, I don't know. He looks like he might have. <laughs> hey, he looks like a guy who might have seen a movie. Yeah. Hey, Jeff and Josh, and secret third co-host, Ghost? Oh, is that a is that a um, stream reference? I think that might it, be a stream reference. I always say there's ghosts, not to tell me if there's ghosts. His house is haunted, everyone. <laughs> it's super haunted. <laughs> Uh, I was recently watching an episode of DS9 where O'Brien was undercover infiltrating the Orion Syndicate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's an episode, all right. Yeah, it's a good one. When he first makes contact with him, there's a quick shot of some Orion Syndicate members inhaling something that seems like a drug of some sort. Yeah. The drug reference caught me by surprise because the only other drugs I remember seeing in the series I've watched has been Ketracel White and Beetle Snuff. Beetle snuff's just snuff, though. What like what do people snuff? What's what do they snuff? Like tobacco? Yeah, is that it's what it tobacco. Tobacco is kind of a drug. I mean, it's a drug, but not. It's not a drug, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's debatable. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the only other time I remember them talking about addiction in general was the game, Lieutenant Broccoli's Hollow Sweet addiction and sure. Data's emotion addiction. Sure. Intian. Maybe Dr. Crusher's weird abusive ghost relationship, too? <laughs> uh, that led to a lot of questions for me that I wanted to pass on to you guys. Uh-huh. With how far in the future Star Trek is, how much crazy must drugs be? <laughs> I mean, think of all the Star Trek equivalent of bath salts. Well, okay, so you didn't mention Paul being addicted to Trellium D. Oh yeah, Trellium when, D. Trellium D. When they go into the expanse, it's an insulation for starships, so it's like fiberglass. <laughs> and she into Vulcans, it makes them crazy. Like it makes them like their emotions come out more. So she gets addicted to it like heroin. So I mean, like think about it like that. Like she's just injecting straight fiberglass like into <laughs> her body. <laughs> I'm sure somebody tried it. <laughs> but yeah, like how cr- I mean. How crazy would drugs be? Probably not that much more crazy, considering like chemicals are chemicals. I mean, there's a there's the stories about the drug the drug crocodile that fucking oh, crocodile, burns crocodile. your fucking skin off. Yeah, it just melts you. Yeah, I don't think it gets any crazier than that, boy. Yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> unless, and like bath salts you, are crazy too. Unless you just fucking inhale something and get higher than anyone has ever been in all of existence, and you just die immediately. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> like slow mo and dread, right? Like it yeah. just like completely warps your reality, like completely. I mean, maybe there's some of that shit, but I don't think it gets any rougher than it already is. Yeah, yeah. The human body can only take a certain amount of abuse. Maybe bolians can just fucking while out on. Maybe like they, they take they heroin. Take it. It's just like erectile pills yeah, to them. Maybe you never fucking know. Like chocolate is supposedly like an af- like a thing with uh, Vulcans fucks with them. Oh, chocolate does. Um. Oh man, it gives me migraines. <laughs> Josh is a Vulcan. You heard it here first. I take Trellium D. I'm sure you do. I fucking love it! Dude, I'd like to take... What's the name of that shit that Kirk couldn't take because he was allergic to it that makes it so you don't have to wear glasses? Oh, what was it? I just said it last week. I'm drunk right now. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, uh... 
I keep wanting to say amoxicillin, but I'm allergic to penicillin. <laughs> so I have I take that. Um, I forget what it's called, but wouldn't that be dope that you just didn't need glasses anymore? <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm so used to wearing glasses that they're like fucking just a part of my face. I now never I wear weird. I never wear mine. Yeah, I, hate them. I don't draw you in any of your pictures with the glasses. I did that on purpose. That was a career move. Not to wear glasses. Not to wear them on things. Why did you do that? I'm curious. Let's everyone tell. wears glasses because everyone needs them, uh-huh. um, and it's not like a thing. Like it's not like I just don't like my. If I if I had better glasses, I would wear them. I just oh, don't like yeah. my glasses. I I don't have modern glasses. Like everybody else has like the thick frames now because that's yeah. in, and I have like frames on top and then like a wire underneath. Oh, cool! And that's not <laughs> popular at all. That's not, I want that's some not like, style. I want some like Jeffrey Dahmer, nineteen ninety two, just big aviator sized glasses. Don't tell the people at the glasses store that. Don't be like, hey, I want some Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Look, I'm really into murdering young gay men. <laughs> Everybody and, needs and a then, hobby, and then eating their flesh. I just need the glasses to match. <laughs> Uh, with uh, all the Josh diff- is not actually into that. Well, for the purposes of this program, he's not, anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> with all the different species that are in the Federation, do you think there are any plants or compounds that are totally innocuous to us that are drugs to others? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like if time turned out to be Klingon catnip, or on the flip side, right. if tube grubs or gog have LSD in them. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, Trellium D doesn't do the same, doesn't do anything to people, to yeah. humans. Like, so, like, yeah, there's just shit that will fuck with things differently. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that happens I, a few times in yeah, the shows. Yeah, that's a thing, yeah. Um, does the Federation ban drugs? Good question. And if so, do they ban everything that could be considered a drug for other races that would be part of the Federation? It would depend, I guess, on the planet. Also, I don't think they would... I think they would ban them, but I don't think they would be illegal. Like, you wouldn't go to jail for doing drugs, right? In my Federation headcanon, that wouldn't happen. No. Because, like, what would be the point of that? You'd get, like, a rehabilitation thing. Right, you would just... Right. You'd have to go to rehab. Yeah. Space rehab. For some for some things that are considered drugs, I don't think they would like. I don't think weed would be illegal in the Federation. Future. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there would be an age for stuff like that. Yeah, like like, like how the drinking, drinking. age is like right. twenty one. It should probably be eighteen. Everybody. There would probably that a age. drink be a drinking age for synthahol too. Yeah. Just because like you're not, I don't know. Synthahol never made much sense to me to begin with. Like, like you, how do you, you can't get buzzed on it? I guess I always thought that maybe there was like an uh, a, like an anti synthahol. Like synthahol came in like two varieties, like the drunk kind and the sober you up kind. Actually, what I always figured synthahol was like is that you can get buzzed a little bit, but you can never get drunk on it. That's even better than what I thought. Like that's how I always <laughs> kind of figured it. Yeah, I guess you couldn't get supremely tanked on it, right? And just like start taking your clothes off. Yeah, I guess like you I'm could doing if you right now. <laughs> I guess you could if you wanted to, but um, I'm doing this half naked. <laughs> and then the next question was: Does the Federation have rehab facilities? And I like I think we touched on that. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, the, yeah. The Federation is huge on like counseling right. and like just mental health. mental health and yeah. stuff. So I feel like there would absolutely be rehab centers. I would even go so far to say is that there wouldn't be like special places like that, that that would just be integrated with every medical yeah, facility. Absolutely. And uh, he asked if they would be able to like synthesize like a methadone equivalent of whatever addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they can, it's just chemical. Like, that's the thing. Like, we, we pretty much have done everything with the chemicals we have here <laughs> on Earth now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're pretty much at like a... I mean, we're still inventing new shit and whatever, but like... The next thing is, like, quantum shit, like, changing things, like, on a quantum level, and that's, like, a thing that they do, so they'll just do whatever. The future is going to be fucking awesome if we don't if, screw it up if for we make If we make it, yeah. We're not going to make it, but maybe, yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah. maybe younger people. Yeah, somebody will see it. It'll be cool for them. Our next email <laughs> is from Rich Masters. 
Hey, Rich. Uh, I don't know if people want me to say their last names, but I'm going to do it anyway. So If they write it, it's okay, I think. They don't write it. It's just their email has their full name in it all the time. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I'm a bad man. Um, just don't give out his social security number. His social security number is... 69. <laughs> he was born in 1983, according hey, to his email address. That's when I was born. Uh, also, he loves long walks on the beach, holding Uh-oh. hands with a loved one, and he's, pina coladas. He's my perfect man. <laughs> He said, uh, great episode today, guys. Has helped work fly by yet again. How does Thank he know you. about the episode we just made? Every episode we do is great. He's That's just true. hedging his bets. That's true. I'm going to keep sending emails so you know your fans want more. More episodes, more of Jeff's John Larroquette Fox of the Week, They're more Josh good. being Josh, and basically more <laughs> you two making us all laugh. Thank you. Thank That's you so super much. Nice. That was... Uh, new question. Although, if you get uh, to this next episode, you can pick any of the questions I've used. But here's a fresh one. He's actually sent uh, an email before this. Okay. Uh, sorry, Rich. He said, "What is your favorite single episodes from each iteration of Star oh, Trek?" Oh my fucking god! This um, is a really, a really hard one. This is super tough. Um, DS Nine, Pale Moonlight for me. Yeah. Big I have time. to agree too, and he says his choice for DS9. He says I have to agree. It's a cliche, but I agree with Josh that in the pale moonlight is the single greatest Star Trek episode. I agree with that. What you agree with him who agrees with you? Yeah, <laughs> one I of agree, the only I episodes I was genuinely anxious watching the first yeah, time. Yeah, it's it makes you like I remember seeing it the first time like when it was on in like 1996 and just being like, holy fucking shit! Like this is amazing. My favorite episode is the one with Rumpelstiltskin in it. <laughs> Not the one where Vash turns into a skeleton lady. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Uh, the first uh, season of DS9 gets wacky. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really know where to go with that one. Uh, yeah. I don't know. TNG, uh, Darmok and Jalad, might maybe, whatever the name of that yeah, one is. Yeah, it's called Darmok. Darmok, yeah. Um, they showed that one in my college in sociology class. Really fucking good episode. Yeah, it's it's either that one. Inner like, light. The inner is light is yeah, probably inner the good. absolute best episode. Yeah, inner light is like a trope now. Yeah, <laughs> that's how good it is. My favorite episode is probably the inner light. I gotta say, although yeah. I also really love Measure of a Man. Yeah, Measure of a Man is like pure Star Trek. I don't... I'm trying to think of Voyager, um... In, in TOS, it might be Arena. What's Arena? Arena's the one with the Gorn. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, I'd I pick that one. That I one's love, great. I love Arena probably the most because it's the one that gets, like, shit on the most from people that don't know Star Trek. And they're it's like, oh, so it's just good. a dumb it's, reptile or whatever. But it's again, about... It's, yeah. Learning and growing and becoming a better person. The only reason why it's dumb now is because it's so popular. Like, yeah. everybody knows that episode, and there's a reason why everybody knows it. It's about, like, mercy right. and it's, empathy it's, it's, and it's understanding. Star Trek. Yeah. It's super Star Trek. Yeah. I love Arena, and uh, Rich chose Balance of Terror, which also is an amazing episode. It's the first yeah. uh, appearance of the Romulans. The Romulans, yeah, yeah. Um, that one's good, too. I've seen that one. I haven't seen a lot of TOS, surprisingly. We're gonna rectify that shit. I started watching it though, and uh, I I like like every episode I watched. It's, yeah, it's a damn good show. Yeah, it is. Um, Voyager is really difficult. There are like maybe ten episodes of Voyager that are good. I like uh, the one where uh, Tom Paris and Janeway fuck as lizards and have lizard babies. <laughs> They hyper-evolve going past yeah. Warp 10. God I'm, damn, that episode was terrible. I'm trying to look Maybe, here. Maybe the episode where there's, like, a homicidal Betazoid. Oh, he's good character. He's, yeah. Um, he comes back later, too. He's Wormtongue from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's and awesome. He and Tuvok work together to try to calm yeah. his murderous instincts. And yeah, that's a good one. Like Tuvok gains them. <laughs> like that's a that's a pretty good episode. Yeah. Also, he like chokes a hologram 
uh, Neelix to death, which is yeah, amazing. They like do that that like Star Trek trick where they're like, it's actually a hologram. Yeah. <laughs> and Enterprise, I haven't watched enough of it to pick. Enterprise one. is tough. It, Carbon Creek is a good episode. It takes place. It, it's it's to to Paul telling the captain a story of the real first contact, which is just an accident that yeah. happened on Earth with yeah. the um, Vulcans. Rich said Voyager tough, probably living witness because it's something unique. And Enterprise, Jesus, I've dug myself into my own grave. Um, <laughs> e squared is pretty good, I suppose. What's E squared? E2 Only... squared is what he wrote. Enterprise E. Oh, he's looking it up, everybody. Squared. Well, he finished his email out by saying, Wow, after what seemed like a great question, I'm spent now trying to figure out my own favorites. <laughs> he said, keep your powder dry, Trek boys. <laughs> Trek boys. <laughs> Trek boys. All right. Yeah, E-squared is when they run into, like, another Enterprise from the future. That's all right. Some of the Zindi ones are pretty good. I don't know. The one where they go to the, the LSD planet <laughs> is mm. pretty good. Mm. <laughs> that one's not bad. LSD planet, huh? Yeah, there's like spores in the air, and they don't know. Like they're like freaking out. They don't know what's going on. Maybe Trek should use spacesuits more often. <laughs> well, it's like they're like, and it's like it's Archer Four. They reference it in uh, Generations. Like it's a colony later. That's I guess cool. They figure out the spore problem. <laughs> Maybe they just love it. <laughs> they're just freak, getting like crazy, like psilocybin up in them. It's like a Ryza planet now. You just go there to get fucked up and have yeah, a good time. That answers the other email we got. <laughs> um, Killing two birds. Our next email is from Sean Dupree. Oh yeah, I know him. Who said, "Hey, Trek boys." <laughs> oh, Trek boys. Trek boys. Trek boys. Back again. <laughs> A uh, big fan of whoever designs your thumbnails here. That would be me. We're in-house. We do an in-house here. Yeah. Uh, was a big fan of Jeff last time, but Jeff is sort of played out, you know? <laughs> uh, and he goes on a bit of a rant. <laughs> okay. That happens on this show. And there's no question. <laughs> What's his rant? I'll read the rant. It is about Star Trek, and that's what this is about. And this can be any length. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, I should have read the beginning of this because he says, I advise not reading this email on the podcast. (laughs) 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 I fucked up, everybody. Sorry, Sean Dupree. (laughs) Uh, Like it or hate it, at least Nemesis continued a narrative. New Star Trek is lazy, boring, and most of all, cowardly. The writers should be ashamed of themselves. I love this email. Is there any reason to bring back the TOS characters? That story would have worked as well with a new captain. I can only surmise in an age where sci-fi movies need to be based on pre-existing media, it was too risky to continue the story, so they wanted some recognizable names to thrust into the script. Wait, is this Enterprise? He's talking about uh, the new Star Trek movies. Oh, the new ones. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... The writers didn't even need to write new characters as they simply used what Gene Roddenberry and others created 40 to 50 years ago. And even then, they didn't give the beloved characters any depth. No subtlety, no motivation, just action stars. So now, begrudgingly, we have alt-universe Star Trek. Fine. It's generated enough interest in Star Trek to justify a TV show. Mm -hmm. I assumed we'd get an alt-universe next-gen. Might be cool. No. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, just, I don't want them to do anything anymore. That's I would a rather... good conversation point right there. Like, what what could they possibly do to save these movies? They have to go back to... They have to go back to the Prime Universe. They have to... They, there, nothing can save these movies. This, this franchise is dead. It's dead. There's not gonna be... I, are they gonna make another one? I, mean, I, I don't guess. know. I don't know if they've announced anything about that yet. Like, it's done. They, they fucked up. They fucked it up. And I blame Paramount 
as much as I blame all the idiots who made these movies. Yeah. Because Paramount desperately wanted Dude, that Batman money. They wanted that fucking... There could still be that desperateness in them. Like, they want the superhero movie money. They well, want the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy money. That's what the Beyond was kind of a reach for. Yeah, they tried to be... Like, yeah, exactly. They could just bring... Do, like, a Star Trek reboot reboot and set it in the TNG era and make it as much like Guardians of the Galaxy as they possibly can. I just... I just... It's not making them smarter, that's for sure. I don't sure. want that, no. Yeah, I don't want that That seems like either. something they would do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, nothing? <laughs> like, time? Time heals all wounds, I right? Guess. So I think time is going to have to heal us of this diarrhea that we have of Star Trek. Uh, Sean says, thanks for listening to my rant, and thanks for giving me something to listen to. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Especially thank you for liking my uh, thumbnails and wallpapers and stuff. Yeah, I'm glad people like that. I'm not that they wouldn't, but like I'm glad that like that we can just like you're good at stuff. <laughs> well, I'm I'm also glad that I'm good at something at least. <laughs> I mean, I like don't do anything like that. I I'm not good at stuff like that. So you're good at being the cool ass dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're good at editing. Yeah, I'm alright at that, I guess. Fucker. Um, <laughs> our next email is from Sean. Another Sean. Uh, Sean 2, we'll call him. <laughs> Sean squared. That's a reference to the previous email. Mm-hmm. Uh, in regards to Josh asking about why I knew his OkCupid okay info, the wife oh, and yeah. I were listening through the Continue Cast episodes a while back, and the joke just stood out to me, so figured I'd throw it in the email at the time. Uh, okay, yeah. Also, I'm totally not Josh's Sean. I guess we can go with West Coast Sean to combat Boston Sean. Boston Sean? Who's I, Boston Sean? I remember Sean? you from Continue Cast as well. Who's Boston Sean? What is Sean from Cracking the Spine from? Where's he he's from? from? He's from here. He's from yeah, where I he's live. from Philly. I don't know. Yeah. I don't uh, know. That shit out of the way. Still enjoying the podcast, guys. Really hoping one day to hear Mike on the show. We don't Uh-oh. even know where Mike is, everybody. He's back. At his, he's in Pennsylvania right Uh-oh. now. Oh. I don't know. I'm supposed to go see a movie with him and Luke on Wednesday. We'll see if that happens. Well, everybody... Well, he probably won't be on the podcast still, but it's cool that you're going to go see a movie He does. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't use the internet anymore? I don't know uh, what he does. I don't know. Um... <laughs> He always had good comments during that one TV podcast you guys and some Ray Romano-sounding Muppet <laughs> did a while back. That's mean, but I laughed That's at it. mean. <laughs> Don't talk about Mike Sadorf that way. Hey, it's me, Mike Sadorf. <laughs> so question. Ah, shit. If for some reason... If for some crazy reason, the execs that are in charge of the Star Trek new series gave you two some sort of creative control, yeah, where would you put your series? Would it be post-TNG, extend on Voyager, do a deep look into what the Borg are? I'd like to hear where you guys would go with this. Uh, I would do just a new crew in uh, like the 2390s. I think there's plenty of things to do. That even even the new Star Trek movies did, like Romulus exploding, is a huge deal. You could do so much with that. The video game does a lot with that. Oh, so I you're would, just continuing after Nemesis. I would continue after Nemesis, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Into, I like, wouldn't the do the 2400s. I wouldn't do a time skip. Definitely not. I would continue right after the end of Nemesis. Yeah. There's so much. Like, it, like there's so much to be done in a universe that's already paved for you like yeah it's not a box like they, they think this is a box that they're getting put in it's not like they did all the it's hard shit for you yeah. yeah it's a foundation that you can just work on yeah you don't have to lay your own right but whatever um you know what would be really cool is a series uh, that's not on the enterprise yeah, no, I wouldn't do the Enterprise. I that's wouldn't set during like the same time period of another series. Right, like, like yeah. DS Nine or Voyager was. Right. I think it might be cool. God, I don't want to get into like doing a TOS era thing because they would just fucking discoveryize it and use none of the same visuals or anything from. Yeah, but it. we're in charge, Jeff. If we're in charge, 
I would set a series during TOS and have it be another exploratory vessel. Right, like that's the, doing, the Columbia a, or the whatever. Yeah, and it's going in an entirely different direction. Right, it's, and it's, it's going away from uh, uh, the Beta Quadrant. It's yeah. going more Alpha learn, Quadrant. And we learn, like, we meet, like, the Bolians and the Betazoids. Right. Yes, and, and like, the Trill. We, and the Trill. And we meet yeah. all these races that were already a part of the Federation and TNG. Yeah. And meet first contact with him, and we like learn about new areas of the Federation. And yeah, man, I'm into this. And you meet the Deltons and all yeah, these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it would be like a completely new crew that have their own shit going on. Right. And um, I feel like that would be really cool. I would watch that shit, man. That's a great idea. And it would have all the same aesthetics as the original. It would. Star it would Trek. be like the episode of uh, DS9 where they go to yeah. yeah. It's that better be lit. Fun. It has the same aesthetics, and yeah. like the material isn't cardboard or whatever. It's yeah, they're actually, not. <laughs> it's actually metal and plastics, but they're it's all using, the same. Like, they're not using like magnesium fill lights that are just like yeah. one hundred fucking lumens. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like TOS, but made out of better materials. It's all the same designs. Yeah, I would watch that shit definitely. That's what the new fucking movies should have been. Exactly. And even beyond that, that's what Discovery should have been. Yeah, they... Well, you know who was in charge of that, so... Yeah, I got a lot to say about Discovery that we'll have to save for another time. I definitely have a lot to say about... I thought we would be able to tie it into the um, Into Darkness episode, but there's there's too much in that episode. There's too much to talk about. I'm sure as we get closer to it, like, maybe we can... uh, Maybe like after the first we, episode comes out, we can just fucking sit down and hammer out. A, well, all we're of allowed our to. Yeah, we're allowed to watch the first episode, right? Yeah, we're we, all you don't allowed have to, to fucking it. pay to get in the gate. What a great idea, CBS! You fucking idiots. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, we should do like a special Discovery episode for sure. We really should. We should do a lot of shit, but. <laughs> our uh, next email is from uh, Jakub. Jakub. Yakub, okay, uh, who um, called titled the email M Class Podcast the Better JJs. <laughs> Dear Jeff and Josh, I'm finally caught up with the podcast, so I could write you something relevant. I hope okay. first about the previous episode. I recently watched Alien Covenant and hated it. I won't go yeah. into why I dislike this movie because that's enough material for a podcast episode, but <laughs> I did a triple spit take when you said that Nemesis had the same writer. Both of those movies have two androids that look identical and interact with each other <laughs> in super close-up face-to-face. <laughs> also, thank you for the amazing visual of you lads Shinzon kissing. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with you impaled. Of course. <laughs> uh, I rewatched the 2009 Star Trek and found the massive explosions on the ship a bit jarring. Yeah. So far in the movies, if a ship got hit in the shields, the actors would fall over, jump away from panels bursting with arcing electricity, or grab the railings while the set yeah. or camera, I'm not a practical effects wizard, shook. Camera. I don't know the canon, but I think it kind of makes sense for the shots uh, absorbed by shields to not cause explosions. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. That's why they have them. And these ships are, like, really advanced. Like, they're like flying cities, but better. Like, they don't just explode. Like, that's the thing. They're super safe. There's anti-gravity, like, gravity plating. and it's like, They're made it's, out of cardboard tubing, and <laughs> they yeah. rip apart at the slightest touch. Yeah, you shoot a phaser at it, and, like, a goddamn giant explosion happens every time. I had a similar feeling about Star Trek V, the Shatnering, when it came to the bridge scenes. I don't recall anyone on the bridge giving out proper orders or reporting information in a formal manner. I really enjoy those parts of the structure of the show. Yeah, it becomes like a sort of, like, poetry, like, like rhythm to Star Trek, right? Yeah, but it's it's completely missing from how. Yeah, how does Trek. anybody? How does anybody know what's happening? <laughs> like, you just fucking know. You're just magic and the yeah, yeah, okay. Here comes the question. <laughs> okay. What is more important to you in a Star Trek movie? The Star Trek theme or the Star Trek plot? And I oh, think he means theme as like a concept. Not uh, as like a song. Okay, I mean I don't I don't think they're mutually exclusive. 
I think, think I think they have to be mutually inclusive. Or else you have a piece of shit. I think you have exactly. You have to have the plot match the theme at every almost every turn. Because I mean, there are there are episodes of Star Trek, of like classic Trek or TNG or anything, that have the Star Trek theme behind them that feel that like purpose. Yeah. But the plot is terrible, so the episode shit doesn't work. Yeah. Like, yeah. the one that I'd point to is the Star Trek The Next Generation Season 7 episode, Masks. Oh, fuck that episode. Which <laughs> is technically about learning about a new civilization. Right. And coming to terms with it and figuring out a solution that doesn't involve destruction. Right. But is still a smoldering piece of shit. That episode is a skip every time. Yes, it is. It's it definitely is. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, that's a great example, man. That's the one I always go to. Yeah, that that makes that's great. Yours, Jakub. Thank and you. He included a how to pronounce dot com link. Is why I can pronounce his name. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. <laughs> Our next email is from Donovan Knowles. Hello. Uh. Picking that particular Christmas ornament ad gave me a huge wave of nostalgia because that's one my parents own and we set it up every Christmas. That's awesome. It was weird to hear Nimoy sound like Spock should and not a garbled mess from 20 plus years of overuse. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of sighs and self-interruptions coming out of you guys talking about Nemesis, I guess. (laughs) Nemesis? Maybe Nemesis. Which one had the Christmas ornament ad in it? Uh, I don't know. I I have a whole bunch of them. I just put them in. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, the amount of size itself interruptions coming out of you guys talking about this movie was beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, great podcast as usual. That's M Class Podcast. Every whenever Jeff and Josh decide to do them. <laughs> Hopefully, you read that without proofreading the email beforehand, so it sounds like a legit self ad. <laughs> if not, I guess it failed because George Kirk is dead. <laughs> That's the whole reason the universe is the way it is. Thank you, Donovan. I There's no Christmas that. because George Kirk died. Our next our next email is from Joshua. Oh, no, another one. Another Josh. Ew. Get out of my life. Uh, howdy. I wanted to write you guys to tell you how much I love your show and to Thank let you. Josh know how much he has influenced my consumption of media within the past five years. Oh, my God. What a... What a um honor yeah uh first off this show is hashtag 420 phase it <laughs> 420 phase it nice nice job uh so <laughs> good nice one. job good. i like it i like it <laughs> it's good secondly i've watched every continue related thing and have listened to every single podcast you guys have put out oh wow everything wow jesus they were all dope but my favorite was syndication station r.i.p oh another one the syndications, through Syndication Station, I was exposed to incredible television shows such as Star Trek, X-Files, Twilight Zone, etc., which yeah. I'd never really paid attention to before. Well, that's great that you uh, watch them now. They're all... I still... Every every so often, I just watch like Twilight Zone. It's, it oh, puts man, me in a certain dude, mood. I fucking love the Twilight Zone. I know. Zone. It's incredible, dude. Every episode of it is fucking amazing. I know. It's ridiculous. There's like 35 episodes in a season. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's crazy how good they are for there being 35 Rod, episodes. Rod Serling was a fucking genius, man. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> and some of them were just completely ripped off for some of the most famous movies that have yeah. ever come yeah, out Yeah, they were since. just like, let's just do this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, my father was a big fan of these shows, but I never watched them until my favorite internet redhead and company talked about them. hey that's me. I feel like this is an email for continued cast. <laughs> well, I think this is part of the universe now, Jeff. You're a part of the crew now. I'm a part of the continued universe? <laughs> oh, shit. I need a raise. Um, I thank you for doing so because it gave my father and I one more thing to bond over. Oh, that's awesome. That is great, man. Yeah, man. 
I started watching TNG first since those episodes of Syndication Station were my favorites, and I ended up loving the show dearly. Mm -hmm. The ideas portrayed in TNG helped me through a rather difficult chapter of my life, and I believe have made me into an overall better person. Yes. I think anyone who likes Star Trek has that same feeling, honestly. Like, watching Star Trek will make you into a better person if you just open yourself up to the ideas that are coming at you. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's the theme, baby. Um, DS9 also has a place in my heart because it probably has my two favorite episodes of Star Trek ever, In the Pale Moonlight and Duet. Man, we are getting so much In the Pale Moonlight love tonight. It's I love it. It's fucking dope, man. I love that episode. It's yeah, my, it's it is so my favorite good. DS9 episode. Dude, when he says, like, delete everything in the camera cuts, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, to this day, when I rewatch the monologue at the end of Duet, I cry. Shit's powerful, I remember, yo. I don't remember what Duet is. I don't yeah. know them offhand, too. Yeah, look that up. Oh, Duet's the one with the Cardassian who pretends he's the war criminal. Oh, my God, yeah, That's a great dude, fucking that episode. That episode is fucking awesome. Yeah, that, that episode rules. Uh, speaking of powerful, when are you guys going to get to the show, get to the show so you can watch the episode of Enterprise where they meet uh, the aliens with three sexes? Oh, yeah. That's the, a uh, favorite of mine, and the ending kind of fucked me up the first time I saw it. Yeah, Sim. The Sim episode, I think. Mm. I don't, it might be called Sim. Uh, anyways, to er, you know, we get so many emails that say, anyways. It's a thing, because I said some, it. Yeah. Is that something we say? No, I, I started it, I think, on Fantasy Fiction. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I say it all the time, because like, I don't I, know how to like, transition. I also say it all the time, <laughs> yeah, right, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's all about Josh. I get it. Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for making these sweet, delicious podcasts that I crave. Thank Keep you for on Seydorfin. <laughs> Joshua. I think these are all Mike. These Mike are all is just Mike. sending all these emails. He's spamming us. They're all about In the Pale Moonlight, which he knows I love. And they're all about Syndication Station. Yeah. Uh, bonus question for Josh. If you could be fired from any podcast, which would it be and why? Not this one. No, you'll never be fired from this you one. You can fire me from all the other ones I do. Uh-oh! Hopefully none of the other people hear this. Well, they don't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> no one does. Uh, next email <laughs> is from TJ Kelly, which is a really dope name. That's like a super 80s name. TJ Kelly. Yeah. TJ Hooker. <laughs> Hi, Josh and Jeff. I'm a big fan of you both. Hi, thank you. Thanks. Though I have been on the Josh train a while longer, continuing various podcasts, the Jeff train has pulled into my station, and... <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, Turn whatever. into a butt sex reference real quick. <laughs> That's right. I'm pulling into the station, baby. Uh, whatever. I'm saying you're great. Your thoughtful conversations and thorough explorations into the depth of Star Trek lore have been enlightening and insightful for a newer Trek fan such as myself. Sweet. You both make my commute to work enjoyable. That's something I say to everybody who they ask, like, uh, if I'm not into Star Trek, can I still listen to M-Class? Yeah, it's it's just a piece of media. I mean, you don't have to like... Here's here's the thing. You don't have to, like, love something to talk about it, right? Yeah. Like, you can... Listen to people talk about it. Like, I don't know shit about, like, like biomechanics, right? But, like, Mm -hmm. I'll listen to two people talk about it if it's interesting to me. Yeah. It's interesting shit if it's entertaining. Right. That's what matters. Right. And I feel like we're, like, a gateway drug into Star Trek. I hope so, man. I really do. Because, like, I need to do something to offset this recent Star Trek shittiness. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what M-Class Podcast is. Yeah. If you don't want to buy into, like, the modern hype for shitty Star Trek, M-Class Podcast is a place to go. Definitely. Uh, and this is my first question to the podcast. I hope to break new ground. Oh, shit. If you could choose to replace any actor in any Star Trek series with John Larroquette, <laughs> who would you replace in one? All of them. <laughs> just, he plays... It's a one-man show. He's just on a stage by himself. <laughs> it's like Eddie Murphy in The Clumps. <laughs> uh, next time I promise to come up with something more stimulating, my break at work today was short. John Larroquette. Oh, my God. Um... I don't know. I don't know, man. The only thing Chris I know... Pine. Well, sure. There you go. <laughs> there it is. I'll go with that. I want John Larroquette to play Kirk in the fucking <laughs> reboot. Oh, how interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
just old John Larroquette with his white hair and his big glasses. <laughs> He's like super skinny too. He got yeah. like skinny old man, you know, which is weirder than fat old man. It's we- it definitely is weirder. It's way weirder. Yeah, it's like what's wrong? With it? What happened to you? Too much night court. Too much. There's no such thing as too much night court, Josh. <laughs> Our next email is from Johnny Cordova. Oh, Johnny Cordova. Who has a very Italian name. Johnny Cordova. He says, hey guys, after listening to your 2009 Star Trek app, I realized why I stopped caring about these movies as much as I used to. When it came out, I was in my teens, and it's what actually got me to watch Star Trek, starting with TOS. Mm -hmm. So at least it did something right. Anyways... My question is, what is one of your favorite TOS episodes? Hopefully this hasn't been asked. Mine is City on the Edge of Forever. McCoy was pretty McCrazy, am I right? <laughs> that made me actually cackle. That was great. What a good, it's really funny. Like, it made me laugh for real just then, but I fucking cackled when I read it earlier today. Uh, can't wait to get one of those shirts I can't stop hearing about. Johnny Cordova. <laughs> Shirt it, shirt dude, that. Some of our fucking listeners are really funny. This is, dude. This is my favorite part of doing this stuff is how funny people are. Like, oh man, like I'm really proud of like the people who listen to this show because they're super funny, man. Yeah, I'm, I hardly ever get anything from anybody that doesn't make me laugh. Yeah, yeah. which is great. That's a, that was a great email. Uh, yeah, I mean it kind of was ass already, right? Like it kind of was. I talked about my favorite episode, yeah. the TOS Arena, but yeah. like. I'm going to have to agree with whoever wrote in earlier. I'm sorry. I don't have a good memory, mm-hmm. and it's on another screen now. It's okay. So, it's fine. I, 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 um, <laughs> I absolutely fucking love Balance of Terror. Yeah. That episode is mwah, yeah, a masterpiece. Good. Yeah. I'm just going to go with whatever Jeff says on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like Spock's brain, where his brain leaves his body. What's the one with the two face people? Oh god, I don't remember the name of that. Yeah. That's a good one though. That one's a good it's one. It's a little heavy handed, but it's really good. Yeah, well they had to be back then. It yeah. was different. It was a different time. Our next email Another one is from John Carberry. John Larrakat. Who who <laughs> is uh Johnny Capcom. Yeah, he's Johnny Capcom, yeah. He's our buddy. Yeah. Uh, he said, hey, fellas, I decided to write in because I want you both to hate me. Basically, <laughs> I like Trek 2009. It was Get nice being pals, John. Yep. Good knowing you. <laughs> Hope. Deuces. Hope you liked being friends with us. <laughs> in all seriousness, I think I can offer a little casual insight into the appeal of the, into the, appeal of the J.J. Trek movies. Oh, casual insight is all that there is about the appeal of the Ooh, J.J. movies. Take that shit, John. Casual, you don't say. Wow. When 2009 came out, Trek was one of those things I used to like. I was never a diehard fan like you guys, and Nemesis passed through my life like a mild fart. It was unpleasant, but ultimately I forgot about it quickly. Uh In 2009, the new Trek came out, and it kind of kick-started my interest in Star Trek again for a while. I brought my then-girlfriend to see it, and she'd never watched Trek, but we both enjoyed it. Which is why you broke up with her. Yeah, well, that does come into play later. Uh, Looking back, the portrayal of Spurk... Spurk. That is in that movie. The portrayal of Spock, Kirk, et al. were more caricatures than characters, and there was enough yeah. of what I thought I remembered from TOS to make me want to dip my toe back into Trek. Sure. 2009 is kind of like a theme park ride based on Star Trek instead of being a proper entry into Trek canon, and honestly, I'm fine with that. I'm not fine with that. I am also not fine with I that, Because I hate John. theme parks, and also, why wouldn't you just make a fucking movie? You bring up a good point, Josh. When you set out to make a movie, you might want to make a movie. Yeah, try making a movie and not a theme park. Here's That's the thing. The try split that. timeline thing was I always felt a decent excuse. I disagree with that as well. Excuse would be the key word. <laughs> the 2009 Trek wasn't beholden to what came before, and what had come before could exist without needing to be compared to the new stuff, as far as I saw it. We call that a cop-out. Opinions will naturally differ. Yeah, naturally. 
An anecdote I will offer, though, is this. <laughs> the girl I brought to see 2009 had gotten interested in seeing more Trek, so we sat down to watch Wrath of Khan a few weeks later, as that was the only Trek thing I had on hand. Uh-huh. Other than my special edition VHS of First Contact, of course. Nice. I know you both said that nobody could possibly get anything from the portrayal of the characters in 2009, but it provided enough of a spark for her that she was really affected by Wrath of Khan. I even had to console her when Spock went bobsledding at the end. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to put it. That is good. Uh, What's funny is that all your observations on 2009 are valid, but I still enjoy it for what it is. The impression of Uhura giving out to Spock genuine... Spack... Genuinely made me laugh out loud, though. (laughs) Spack! Come on, Spack! Put me on a ship! Spack! I want me on a Put me on a ship! I want Spack! I want to go to. I just want to be on an Enterprise, Spack! I mean, that's the thing. And John, you're still our friend. You're still our friend. People are allowed to like shitty things. End of sentence. True. True. People are allowed to like really shitty things. End of that sentence. Are we gonna do that from now? (laughs) End of that sentence. Question mark? I just don't want him to think there's a butt. <laughs> no. No, there's no butt. Um, I said that when we were talking about the thing, though, that like if you got into Star Trek because of these movies, yeah. that's all well and good, but the movies yeah. still suck dick. Here's the thing. like When I play like Star Trek online, there's a ton of like J.J. Trek shit in that game, and I don't get mad about it, because like, it brought people into the prime universe which star trek online takes place in and like yeah. i'm glad that they're there to play the game with me and i'm glad they enjoy the overall trek experience like it doesn't upset me but like oh no, if, if you got into trek that way and you like right the way trek actually is because of it sure that's right. yeah that's the point that's just not what most people did right most people are like but this is star trek and yeah it's like, the no, old it, stuff is not. old yeah i had somebody get like really passionate and like really like forceful with me, not even in a good way. Yeah. About how um, they would <laughs> never way. watch the original Star Trek because it was so old. That's ridiculous. Like it is absolutely ridiculous. But I run into that quite often, where somebody doesn't want to watch TOS because it's old, and it's starting uh, to become that people don't want to watch like TNG and stuff because it's old. Well, they can go fuck themselves. I agree with that. They can just fuck right up the butt. I don't give a shit. <laughs> fuck themselves up the butthole. Our next email <laughs> is from Steve Nemzek. Hi. Who says, thanks for all the funny. Thanks for listening. You, thank you so much. I crisscross eight states in the Midwest doing fundraiser, fundraisers. Fundraisers. Damn, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. That's a great idea. <laughs> fundraisers at hospitals for charity i listen to your podcast for hours and hours a week because it makes me laugh and it makes me forget about having to travel through places like ohio (laughs) (laughs) dude we hit kansas recently we hit ohio (laughs) anyway i had this weird conversation with a friend of mine not too long ago about the difference in writing styles between the original series and the later incarnations Mm -hmm. do you think this has to do with philosophical and cultural influences of the writers i mean if you think about it they were raised in a very different point of view of what makes a man a man what makes a hero a hero etc there certainly weren't a whole lot of female captains and strong moral picard-like characters in the 1930s and 40s serials for them to look up to yeah, I think uh, my my tenth grade social studies teacher liked to use the word zeitgeist, which is a German word, which which means yeah. t- the t- ghost of the times. Yeah, like a cultural zeitgeist. The cultural zeitgeist, right? And like definitely in the nineteen eighties, um, I think history will look back at the nineteen eighties as the beginning of the modern computer age, mm-hmm. which opened up things like the internet and all this shit and different ideas and like we live in a world where like like gay marriage is legal you know what i mean like mm-hmm. stuff like that happened in our lifetimes and and stuff like that was only a dream in the 60s like i mean they were forward thinking ass abs- people absolutely in, the, absolutely in the tos the tos writers absolutely like way ahead of their times but you're right the cultural influences did weigh heavily on them like yeah the difference between Kirk and Picard exists as what like a captain should be because of the writers and what right. they thought made a good leader. Right. It works in the show so well too because like literally a century has passed. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, he continues. 
A lot of the writers from the TOS era had lived through World War II and the Korean War, mm-hmm. whereas writers for a show like Enterprise most likely didn't have those types of experiences and were raised with a different outlook on life and our place in the universe. Yeah. I apologize if this is a little long-winded. I'm driving through Cincinnati and dictating this after <laughs> listening to an episode. <laughs> This, Fuck you, Cincinnati. This type of long-winded <laughs> crap is the stuff Paul Ritchie has nightmares about, no doubt. <laughs> and I love that he's dictating this, yeah. and it capitalized, no doubt. No cause doubt, because the band. Because the band. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, on another note, my wife is an artist, uh, Bebop313 on Instagram. Sweet. She uh, had to get that shout-out. Yeah, the free plug. Why not? I, fuck it. Follow free plug. Follow I give you a free plug. Go to she's Instagram. actually a really good artist. I looked at some of her oh, stuff. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's actually really good. That's cool. Uh, so we do the comic conventions now and then. Yeah. You'll be happy to know that your podcast is widely regarded as one of the best out there, at least among my group of friends. Oh, some really? Some of them are Marvel artists. So there's oh, that. Oh, what? That's fucking awesome. If that's actually true... Oh like, my god! I'm, I'm not calling you a liar, Steve. I'm not. I believe it. I, I, I believe, like to believe it. <laughs> I, I believe everything that man said because it's exactly what I wanted to hear. Yeah, <laughs> I love. I love this. This is my favorite email of all time. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's awesome. Thank I'm, you so I'm much. I'm really glad to hear that Marvel artists love us. Yeah. You guys kick ass. You genuinely make my life better by bringing the funny and making me laugh when life tries to bring me down. Well, you genuinely make our lives better by yeah. listening, seriously. Thank you so much. Like, Steve, you're the man. Especially fucking doing fundraisers at hospitals for charity. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, thanks for all the hard work and fucking keep it up. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, man. <laughs> that was a great God, email. Our, our listeners are so great. Our last email. One more. Is from Parker. Parker. Who says, Lewis Hi, y'all. Lose. Do you remember that show? I do remember that show. My <laughs> username on Discord channels when yeah. I go in for the first time is Parker Lewis Can't Lose. <laughs> Jeff. It's really weird that you bring that Jeff, up. <laughs> there's so many weird things about our friendship <laughs> that I don't think people know about. I think that might be true. <laughs> It's like fate, dude. We we were meant to be. Yeah. Put your wife to bed. Let's fuck. <laughs> Put your wife to bed. I'm gonna suck your dick. <laughs> um. I hi y'all. I hi. use y'all because I grew up in Virginia, but also because I love Jeff's smooth Southern drawl in my ears. I don't even notice it anymore. Uh once you are around me for a long time, you don't. It just sounds like how you talk. Like I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be a protein science PhD in a couple of months, hopefully. Thanks for okay, your Okay, you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, Parker. Fucking Parker Lewis. I'm gonna fucking be a scientist that He's, cures things. And, uh, look, you'll never be as good as Ferris Bueller, alright? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm going to be a protein science PhD in a couple of months, hopefully thanks to your podcast making all of my lab work bearable. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's really fucking cool. This is, do you know this is the second PhD? That, that wrote makes in? me nervous, man. We got smart people listening. That's ridiculous. Because uh, I was fucking idiots right now, right now. You know what I mean? Like, we're dumb as <laughs> shit, man. We're just two fucking morons, and they're listening. I don't even know how to, like, cook food. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, with all the planets explored throughout the series, which would you choose to stay on forever? Thanks for teaching me about oh, Star God. Trek and what you need to do anal. That's Sincerely, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> that one's easy. Speaking of anal, that one's easy. Riza. It's Riza. Yeah, yeah. It's Riza. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking Riza. Riza is like vacation all the time like it's vacation planet it's how would beach. you not do that like how, how does would you an entire not? planet have a it's all beach the whole planet yeah it's a fucking goddamn paradise like earth is paradise right but like rise is like super fucking paradise honestly like if it wasn't rise i might honestly just choose earth yeah i might choose earth anyway because like people can do whatever they want for a living on earth right yeah, you money can... doesn't matter Sure. So think about the amazing fucking art and music and yeah. theater. You would just like go out like 
you know, like, there's, like, those, like, real, like, uh, hoity-toity towns, like, in Bucks County, like, Doylestown, Newtown, and, like, mm-hmm. every now and then, like, they'll be like, it's a play music in the park day, and, like, you go and you fucking play music. that would be music. every day. That would be fucking every day, right? Yeah. It would be awesome. Dude, it would be so fucking amazing. Yeah. And, like, you could just do whatever. And yeah. everybody would be cool with it. It would be but it would be awesome. Really, if I could choose a place to stay forever, it would be the Enterprise D. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? I don't know. I would get a little land sick. Like land homesick. That's true, but the Enterprise D does go back to Earth all the time. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to not be on a ship, you know? And I guess the Enterprise D is like the best one to be on. But like yeah. if I if it had to be a planet though. I would completely be like one of the what are they called parrot heads? Oh yeah, you'd be <laughs> or, Jimmy Buffett fan. I'd be Jimmy Buffett fan on Riza. I'd would, have like sixty-five Horgons. Oh my god! I'd have sixty-nine Horgons. <laughs> uh, you know, when you said sixty-five, I thought that's weird. He could have <laughs> easily said sixty-nine. <laughs> I'm not used to that from you. I know. I mixed it up a little bit. Fucking drop the ball, Josh. Sorry. <laughs> I've had about seven shots of gin tonight. And that is that is 12 emails. That's a lot. Thank you for everyone who yeah, sent an email. It's crazy. That's Every time I had to skip over an email previously, I felt bad. So I, we decided to do this because I wanted to include yeah, this everything. Is a better, I think this is a better way to do it. I mean, you guys have more content of us to listen to. Sure, yeah. Which I guess you like. <laughs> you write guess. in emails about it. Yeah. And uh, maybe it'll prime you for some more content we're going to do. Yeah, if you have any, like... One of my favorite games to play is, like, Star Trek Hypothetical. Like, if you have any of those, like, send them in, man. I oh, love talking yeah. about that shit. Dude, I fucking love it. Anything- we used to do it for free. On Jeff and I would go on Twitter DM and just talk about Star Trek for, like, Hours. That's that was the beginning of this pod. That was yeah. the zeitgeist of this podcast. <laughs> zeitgeist. I don't know if we're using that correctly. <laughs> that was that was the zeit ghost of this podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. we would just sit in Twitter DMs for fucking three or four hours straight, and back and forth, talk talking about Star, about Star Trek. Trek. Yep. Yep. And, and we're like, and why don't we just like talk on like the computer? <laughs> yeah, I was like. You know, I'd love to do a podcast about Star Trek one day. I've always wanted to, and Josh yeah. was like, I'll do it. Yeah, man. I'll talk about anything. I don't give a shit. And I love Star Trek, so... And that's where we are today. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome, future doctors who are going to be somebody Fucking someday. PhDs! I know. Fucking oh, charity fundraisers, PhDs. That's crazy. We got some good fe- good people. Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics? <laughs> They're, yeah, it's awesome, Art, man. And they're the artists, too, so they're not responsible for the bad stories. <laughs> they just draw the <laughs> the awesomeness. Yeah. If you're a Marvel Comics artist and you're listening to this now, send in an email. It's, yeah, it, we would love to hear about it. Everyone can send in an email as well. Yeah. You can send it to mclassemail at gmail.com. This is the first and best episode of M Class Emails. It's uh, the best episode forever <laughs> until the next one. Yes. Or you can also follow us on uh, Twitter at mm-hmm. M Class Podcast. Do it. Uh, according to like our listens and our downloads, uh, yeah. we have somewhere like a thousand listeners. Yeah, it's maybe growing. a little bit more. According to our Twitter, we have less than three hundred. Yeah, well, so I think, there's a bit of a gap. I think here. we weigh Twitter too much. Like people don't use Twitter a lot. Like that's a thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Twitter's kind of like falling off. It's definitely falling off. What social media do you kids use today? Twanker. <laughs> do you use do you want us to be on Grinder? <laughs> Too late. That kid probably already find my, found my Grinder. Probably. He's like, I'm a stock Josh on Grinder. <laughs> Just fucking come out and tell him you want to fuck. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it, like, if you if you have a social media platform that doesn't suck dick that a lot of people use all the time that like our show we might use it. Yeah, I don't know what platforms even exist anymore. I so. think Discord is huge now. Yeah, there is a Star Trek Discord that I go to semi regularly. If you just search Star Trek Discord, it's the one. They also have a Twitter. 
Yeah, Star Trek at Star Trek Discord. They're they, really, yeah. really fucking good people. Yeah, they're cool. They're really cool people. Josh was in there for like three seconds once. I was on Pretty Twitter. Cool. Well, I'm sub to the. I don't know what you say. I'm like in the channel or whatever. Yeah. Like it's yeah. on my list of channels. I've got like five or six of them that I'm in. Yeah, we're um, in. We're both in the Star Trek Discord. And we're both in the Sidecast. The Sidecast, right? Yeah, I'm in that one. I do. There's a continue one. There's a. The continue one nobody knows about, I don't think. Joshy doesn't know how to use Discord. I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> Dude, I seriously, I'm like, I don't know what this is. I need to sit down with you at some point and be like... You and this Frank. Is, this both. is the button to talk. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you gotta push buttons now? Oh, shit. <laughs> you have to press keys to make words? I don't like this. This is a fad. It is. It is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's super useful, though. We should probably just use Discord to talk to each other, honestly. Yeah, that's probably true. We but use, Skype works pretty well. We use a weird fucking like combination of Skype, Twitter, DMs, and texts to talk to each other. I'm Class Podcast is like a loose confederation of fibers that if any one of them collapses... <laughs> a loose confederation of two dudes. <laughs> We're like the Federation. Did you know that our email segment is an hour long? Because it is. Because I, I guess we should end it, huh? We should probably end it. Uh, send in more emails, and uh, since I forgot to say it last in the actual podcast, live long and send money. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.